Hi, all. I'm Dan Smig, Brad, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, April 28th, 2022, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today. How real estate photographers make money with NFTs powered by HomeJab. And here to talk to us about it today is Joe Jeshuel. Hey, Joe, good to see you. Hi, Dan. Good to see you again. Thanks for being back on the show. Joe is founder and owner of HomeJab uh, at the websites www.homejab.com and also on today's topic, nft.homejab.com. Joe, before we jump into today's topic about uh, making money with NFTs, uh, how about giving our audience an overview of what HomeJab is? Sure, Dan. Um, so HomeJab, it's an online marketplace for um, media production and in the real estate industry. So, you know, we're offering uh, real estate professionals and homeowners photography, um, aerials, video walkthroughs, 3D tours, virtual staging, pretty much any type of media content. It's a one-stop shop, um, really easy to schedule. We can get people, uh, photographers there the next day, a quick turnaround, uh, get everything back to the the customer the next morning with um, property landing pages and various resolutions, download options. So it's a very comprehensive type of system from the, the real estate agent's perspective. Um, very, very quick, uh, efficient system. And Joe, and, yeah. this is across the United States? Yeah, we service uh, all, all 50 states, all major metro areas, including uh, Canada as well. Great. And from um, the photographer's perspective, home jab is? Yeah, we well about uh, fourteen hundred photographers are, are now approved um, to work on our our platform. We basically are complete back office for all photographers, so we're handling you know not only the sales aspect but scheduling, rescheduling, uh, all editing and post production, any type of customer service, media delivery. Um, so it's um, pretty much handling all, you know all the administrative type tasks for the photographers, and you know photographers can. Um, basically choose when they want to work. So it's a great way to kind of fill in the gaps of your schedule. So you can, you know, tell us when you're available and then the app, you know, will schedule jobs only for those times. Awesome. And now HomeJab meets NFT. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's a brand new thing. And, um, you know, I, I started getting into blockchain NFTs about a year ago. Um, I, I think really it was, it was about... Um, filling a need for our customers. A lot of agents would come to us and ask for stock images. You know, they, they were looking for shots that they can use in their marketing um, of cities and the towns where they were listing properties. We never had a good solution for this. We really would just tell them that we can go out and shoot whatever they want. Um, so instead of just building a stock image library, we felt uh, it might make sense to experiment with something new. And that's kind of what um, created the uh, the idea for the NFT uh, marketplace. Uh, cool. Uh, before we talk about how photographers can make money with NFTs, how about assuming I'm a real estate agent and I have a need for uh, cityscapes, uh, some of the images that you described, how do I actually use the home jab real, R-E-A-L, NFT marketplace 
to buy digital assets? And what, what is it that it, can I buy? Do you, do you want to just like jump in and do a, a demo from the perspective of a real estate agent first? Sure, sure. Happy to do that. Would you like me to share this my screen? Yeah, that would be great. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you see, and the, I uh, noticed you took us directly to nft.homejab.com. Yes, that's right. From our homepage, you, it links over to the NFT marketplace. So this is basically the homepage here. Um, as a, as a real estate agent or anyone who's looking for stock images of real estate, you know, you can, you can basically explore our marketplace. And the way that we set it up was very similar to a real estate site like Zillow or Realtor.com, where you have this map search page or kind of split screen with the map and then all the listings to the right. So you can zero in on um, you know, a specific area. So if you're an agent in the Northeast, for example, you know, you can, um, you know, just very easily sort of zoom in and then just um, explore the, the images in a specific area. You can also, um, you know, search for keywords or search for cities. You can look for a certain price range, although most of the images on the marketplace are listed for a pretty modest amount. Um, you know, these are $10, $15 and some are listed at $200, $300. So in that range, you can typically find what you're looking for. Um, you can uh, search for images, video, or 360 tours, although right now we, we just have images and videos. We're, we're about to get um, basically moving with the 360s, but right now it's just image and video. Um, and then you can um, basically look through different keywords, search um, by photographer, uh, screen name. So there's many different ways to search, but um, you know, most commonly people just kind of go on the map. And if you're looking for something in Washington, D.C., for example, you, know, you just kind of zoom in on the map, let this refresh, and then you can um, you know, scroll through the different, the different images. And so then, I uh, think looking at this particular screen, even before you click on a particular image, Joe, uh, my sense was as you zoomed in on the map, it was refreshing the content that was on the right. Yeah, as you exactly. were refreshing the map, and the content was refreshing on the right, you could go back up to the top and start filtering by price or by the kind of digital asset you're looking for, or even keywords like beach or sunset or sunrise or cityscape. Yeah, try, try to mimic what you would see in a regular real estate type search site. So again, like Zillow or truly as, you know, realtor.com tried to make the, the, the interface very, um, you know, comfortable and familiar with that kind of search. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a very similar type of, of interface. Okay. So can you go find the kind of image you're looking for and show us how a real estate agent or anyone for that matter would buy that content? Yeah, uh, assuming you know you you've found something you like, you can just uh, click on the thumbnail, and that'll take you to the actual NFT listing page. So just just like a you know MLS uh, type of website, you have the actual property page, and um, you know you have all the details here. Who the photographer is? You can click at the, and see the the profile of that photographer. You know um, address information, the blockchain that it's on. 
and, and any transactions that, is, that have occurred in the past, what the price was. So you see a full history of that, that NFT. Uh, so for, for clarification, uh, if you were to buy this, then it would, it would be your NFT, but you could list it for sale if you wanted, and all that history would show up related to your NFT. Yeah, I mean, th th this is um, where it kind of diverges a bit from the traditional stock image, because the idea of, you know, buying an, an image, using it for a certain period of time, and then putting it back up for sale and buying another one, sort of like trading these images like baseball cards, is sort of like a new concept. And it's not something that's currently being done right now. It's it's just sort of a, something that I think is, is, is brand new. And um, one of the cool aspects of NFTs, because you know, owning an NFT is like owning an image with a certificate um, of authenticity uh, that comes along with it. And so there is a secondary market, theoretically, where, you know, you can purchase an image like this, put it on your website, use it for a certain period of time, and then, uh, and then sell it and buy another one so that you can always keep your content uh, fresh and new. So for clarification, under copies on this one, it says one. So could you resell this one or no, you're limited to, no, you can't resell it. Or yes, you can resell it. It's just that there may be, in this case, just one of, of this particular image. The, um, the creator, the photographer can set um, the number of copies that they want to create. Um, and so many of them are, are just one copy. So if you're a buyer, if you're a real estate agent and you want to buy the image, you would, you would buy, in this case, the one and only copy of this particular NFT. Um, however, if there are you know, more than one copy, then you would just be purchasing that one edition of that uh, particular NFT. And then other people can buy the same, the same image. You could resell um, it to someone else. Yes, they were, well, if, it depends on when it was created by the photographer, how many copies they put into the smart contract in, on the blockchain. They, so when you mint as an, an, an NFT. Ah, artist, tell you what, let's, let's look at that when we get to photographers as, as we go through that. I'm sorry, I, I probably took you to, uh, I, I, I got you off the, the, uh, the beaten path there. Uh, but the, the point is, from a real estate agent's perspective, why is just knowing there's one copy of this important? Well, I think that's that's uh, you know a really nice sort of differentiator from stock images also because you know if you go to a stock image site, um, you know you're buying one image of, of probably many many of them that have been sold, and they you know I've, I've talked to some journalists, for example, that you know are looking for a certain. Um, city skyline. They they purchase that and they they find the image is already like used by many of their colleagues and it's they they've seen it on other articles and things like that. So a lot of stock images um, that that you see in articles you tend to see them quite often. Um, so so if you're buying one particular copy of an image, then it's, it's unique and you know that you have the only copy. Um, and I think that perhaps makes it more valuable. Um, some photographers have. I know we're getting off track again, but some, some photographers have minted with multiple copies with at a lower price. So there's different strategies there. Okay, but, so we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to the photographer yeah. persona. But if I stay with the real estate agent persona and uh, I, I saw that I had a choice of photos or video and you let us know that 360 photo spheres are coming, 360 virtual tours are coming. 
Uh, is there an image that, that you want to go ahead and buy just so we can see what that transaction looks like? Yeah, Dan, you mentioned that you um, have purchased one in the, in the past. Is, is it okay if I buy that one from you? Sure. If you go to my profile, maybe you could show how you get there, or maybe I could take you to where I know I have an image. Uh, so Jacksonville, Florida, that, that'll get to my profile. So yes, and then if you go to my profile, if you click through that, Joe. This here? Yeah, I won't put you through buying my $249 Sunrise video, but if you click on created by Dan Spinkrod, now you can see that I've already purchased an image for $1 and I relisted it for $2. Okay, so if um so if I wanted to purchase this, um, you know, it's, it's listed at two dollars. I've already connected my uh, crypto wallet, MetaMask. So yeah, you know, I'm all set there. It's a, it's a pretty simple process. Um, just click this here. Two dollars is the total. And then the MetaMask uh, crypto wallet window appears and I have to approve the uh, transaction fee. So you have uh, 13 cents in, um, in BNB. We're using the Binance Smart Chain. So that's the gas fee. That's the transaction fee paid okay. to the validators. On and, the and I'll ask you later in the show, because right. I know you've already mentioned a number of terms, MetaMask, BUSD, gas. So we'll, I will ask you about all those, but I'll let you keep moving for those that actually know what those terms mean. Okay. Well, just so you know, the transaction fee is relatively low on the Binance Smart Chain. So as a buyer, you'd be paying, you'd have to confirm the uh, transaction fee. And, um, and now it's just processing and waiting for the transaction to um, you know, validate on, on the blockchain. So is it is it taking longer because it's a video or no that that time that it just took to do that transaction was related to the blockchain completing the transaction? Yeah, we're just sort of um, you know processing it. it. It it usually takes you know maybe thirty seconds up to a couple minutes for the transaction to go through. But um, there you go, it's uh, all done and um, and now it's mine. Uh, so it's you know pretty pretty quick process. So, and maybe we could take a look at, at my page again, because that would probably have to see that transaction uh, on my site. Okay. Yeah. And you can see that, um, you know, the, oh, the file is I'm already sorry. downloaded. I, yeah. Where do I download it? Do I download it from the checkout or I, I actually go to my profile page and then download it? It could be downloaded from the profile page. It, it actually just downloaded. It downloads automatically once the transaction is confirmed on the blockchain, and then you get it. Go, it'll be it just starts downloading. But you can also go to your profile and, and download the files. Okay, so you actually, since you bought it, it's now on your site, and then it should show up on. Uh, are we looking at your your maybe your test site? Uh, no, this is my pro this is my my profile actually. Remember, I was I was testing your beer banner on my. Oh, profile. you were testing my banner. Okay, <laughs> but, got it. Yeah, okay. so I got um, I, here it is on on my end, um, and I guess if we go back to to your profile, we can um, you know kind of check to see 
<clears throat> so this one's yours and um, and then going back to to your profile now you just have the one listing uh -huh. and um, this hasn't yet confirmed I guess on the on the blockchain but it would it would be under a sold tab once okay once that's processed so I had two that were for sale one just sold so it disappeared and then shortly the one I sold that video that I bought for a dollar will show up in my account for um, that uh, listed that I had sold sold the video. Right. And now I own it so I can um, download the, the assets. This would be an MP4. Um, I can edit the description here or I can put it up for sale again. Uh, so if I think I got to, you know, I'm done using it or I think I got a really good deal. I want to resell it. Then I can just, um, you know, go back to this uh, sell or go to the sell page here and then put it back up for sale. OK, so we'll talk more about the sale. What did it cost you for that two dollar image? Was there was a transaction fee related to the blockchain, and then there was a commission paid to HomeJab. That's right. Yeah, four percent uh, of the transaction goes to the platform to the real marketplace, and um, the the blockchain transaction fee was, I believe, it was thirteen cents. And is it 4% of buying and 4% of selling? Uh, no, it's just deducted 4% from the um, sale price and the, the seller sale. receives uh, the net amount, yes. So the seller receives full price less 4% and right. the buyer is actually paying the blockchain transaction fee, which in this case was about 13 cents. Exactly, yeah. Now, do we have see the history of this one if you scroll down? So you can see that I purchased it. You don't know who, who I am with my number, presumably, but 21 days ago, I purchased that video from a photographer in South America for a dollar, and then I relisted it for sale for $2, and that's that second transaction. Is, is, there, is, is there anything interesting about trading history that you'd want to point out? Well, I mean, it's um, it, this is pretty typical on an NFT uh, marketplace where you see the trading history. I mean, I think it's unique in the sense that um, you know we're trading real estate images, and you probably haven't you know seen anything like that um, because you know usually these images are they're private transactions between a photographer and the customer, or they're um, you know between a, a customer and a you know corporation, a stock image company. So, um, you know, just kind of making it transparent what, what, what these NFTs are selling for is, is probably, you know, unique, um, a unique aspect. Okay, so let's stay with the real estate agent persona. Uh, you, you bought some video that you wanted. What, what if you were looking in a market and you, you didn't see it? Is there a way to purchase something that doesn't exist yet? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, obviously <laughs> there's a lot of um, uh, potential in, in the stock image industry and we're not going to have every location 
uh, photographed. Um, so, so we came up with this idea of, of this order custom NFT uh, button. So, so if you're looking through and you're, you're trying to find something specific and you can't find it, uh, you're in uh, North Dakota <laughs> and there's nothing in North Dakota listed, you, know, you can um, click this order NFT button and then you can go through an order process, order form, where you select you know, the type of asset you're looking for, um, you know, aerial or ground shot. You can say, give more information about what it is. Put in a specific address and then any further details. Uh, and then you can select how you want us to, to contact, contact you with a quote. So give a bunch of options, uh, okay. Discord, what's could, up, Telegram. Could you put my there. email address in there? Is that okay? Sure. So it's uh, Dan Smigrod, D-A-N-S-M-I-G-R-O-D, at wegetaroundnetwork.com. Okay. So it says we'll contact you as soon as possible. What does that mean? Well, I mean, you know, that... that comes right to um, you know, home jab. We'll take a look at what you're looking for and then ah. you know, email you back a quote, you know, within, I don't know, an hour or two, <laughs> but so, certain business hours. Got it. Okay. So the, the question was, was, where does the order custom NFT come from or go to? It goes to home jab. And then I imagine that home jab sources among the photographers you have that you have uh, there wasn't any cash that took place. There was no cryptocurrency payment. So what would, can you be just a little bit more granular and tell me what would happen when or that, if that was a real, looked like a real order rather than just saying test? Yeah, I mean, assuming, you know, we have a photographer in, in location you're looking for and, you know, the shot is, is, is doable, you know, we would, would give you a quote on what that would cost. Uh, you can tell us to, you know, move forward or not. And then, you know, we'll um, uh, assign it to a photographer who will then go out and shoot, shoot it. Uh, and, um, you know, and then we'll, we'll edit it as normal and, and list it as an NFT uh, and, um, you know, sell it. You can do a private sale on the marketplace here. So we would, you know, potentially just sell it directly to you at, a, at the agreed upon price. And you can, you know, purchase it just through the same process I just went through. So who would be the seller at that point? Would that be home jab would be the seller because you've contracted with the photographer? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense to me. Got it. Um, is there anything else from, I'm a real estate agent. Is there anything else that I should know about uh, in terms of the home jab real NFT marketplace? I, I, for example, I, I, the first thing I heard you say is, well, I, you could get a unique image that 10 other agents in the market don't have. So I presume that speaks to when you were describing real estate agents saying, could you, could you give me uh, a town's image that I, images that I can attach to our maybe multi-property uh, community. And, and we want to have some downtown images. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. I want to have the downtown. I want to have pictures of the beach. I want to show the artwork that's downtown Jacksonville. Uh, 
is there some other reason why this should appeal to real estate agents versus either ordering photography or ordering stock images? I, I guess one may be price because I, as you mentioned, a lot of images are 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's certainly a huge discount. I mean, you, if you're, if you're a real estate agent, first of all, you know, I don't think every real estate agent is going to, you know, be into the, into this particular, um, you know, crypto and NFTs, but if you happen to be into cryptocurrency uh, and you've traded NFTs, you have, you know, your crypto wallet, and this is something you're interested in and you already have an, a portfolio of cryptocurrency, you know, you can find this to be a very attractive alternative to just going to um, a stock image company and getting the same old images that, you know, a lot of other people have already purchased. And your other alternative is to, you know, hire a photographer to go out and shoot it, which, you know, is, is going to be much more expensive. So, you know, um, if you are, if you're able to find something you're looking for, then uh, might as well purchase it because a lot of the uh, images, like I mentioned, are priced, um, you know, priced to sell. I mean, you know, you have a lot of images in the 10 to $20 range, some $50. I'd say the average is probably like 50 to $100. So it's, it's, you know, significantly less than what it would cost to actually um, hire a professional to go out and shoot it. Um, and, you know, you get um, a, a unique image and you get a, a, an, an NFT form, which means that potentially there's a secondary market. And um, if you're into, again, if you're into crypto and you're into NFTs, it's a way to kind of support the crypto movement, the Web3 sort of, um, you know, movement. So uh, I think those would be the reasons. Okay, cool. All right. So let's switch gears. I'm a, a real estate photographer. How do I make money with NFTs powered by HomeJab with the NFT HomeJab's real NFT marketplace? Well, it, the, um, the, the process is pretty simple. I mean, first off, I mean, you'd have to be an approved photographer uh, with HomeJab or contact us to get approved. And, you know, we but we don't. We wanted this to be a very exclusive sort of um, marketplace in which only professional photographers are invited to be creators. So you know, this is specifically for professionals, people that spend um, you know their their careers basically um, in the real estate photography field, and this is this is for them. So um, so if you're if you're a professional, even if you're not currently with HomeJab, but you know, if, if you're a professional and you want to sell images through the marketplace, you can contact us and get approved to be a creator. Um, and so once you're approved, what you'd have to do is, you know, set up your crypto wallet. Um, you have to connect to the site using MetaMask. And then, um, you know, it's pretty, pretty, pretty simple. I mean, you, you, you um, get enabled as a creator on the site. After you get approved, you click the create button and then you just go through the process of uploading the media, um, you know, naming it, putting in the location information, adding any tags. We offer a couple options in terms of what blockchain to use, Binance or Polygon. Uh, and then you, you create the NFT. And then the next page would be the pricing information and how to list it for sale. So it's, you know, if you're, if you're comfortable with any type of web two website of, you know, any kind, I mean, you're going to be able to do it on here. The okay. only difference would be the crypto wallet. Could you take us through an actual photo so we could go in that granular piece? Is that okay? Sure. Okay. Um, 
we're looking for a photo. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, let's just use this one. Okay. And, and I think I want to point out on these tags that, that the tags is actually pretty important because if you're, if you're the real estate agent and you're searching the search box, you might type in pool or Los Angeles. So this is your opportunity to help make it easier for your content to be found. Absolutely. Yep. So that there may be a lot of tags now. Uh, and I see you put in a hashtag and then a comma. Is that what's happening? Yes, that's right. Yep. Okay. And then selecting the blockchain that I use, presumably. Okay. So now we want to go create that. Okay. So now the, the image has been uploaded, created, the listing page is created. And then I can you know, either edit or put it up for sale. Okay. And, and now I, so I only see one copy. What is now, again, this, I'm trying to understand if there's one copy, that one copy can be sold. So as uh, um, you post the image, I buy it. Now there's still only one copy in, in the universe, according to the photographer that originated this picture. And then once, if I choose, I can sell it, but then I can't use it anymore. That's right. Yeah. If you, if you sell the NFT to someone else, then you essentially lose the usage rights for that particular image. So, you know, if you're an agent and you want to buy the NFT, you then have usage rights. You can put it out wherever you want. You can print it out. You can use it on your website. And then um, when you're done using it, you can, um, you know, sell it. Can you go to edit? I just want to see if there was other things because I seem to recall when I posted something for sale. So maybe it's when I go to sell it, that there's a lot more options that, that, that yeah that you have to um click sell and then get to the second step which is yes you know, please this uh particular screen where you would select the type of sale most of the photographer actually all of the photographers right now are doing fixed price sale although we do have um, a timed auction that is is possible to use uh you set your price and here is where you can edit the number of copies so you know, a lot of people have used different pricing strategies where they're, you know, they sell one for a hundred dollars or they, you know, sell a hundred for $10. You know, you can, you can put in whatever price you want, however many copies you want. And then uh, you want to set a royalty. And so the royalty goes to the creator. That's uh, a number between 0% and max is 10%. And that's how much the creator, the photographer would get paid if that image was to get sold again. So on the secondary sale. So on the first sale, you would get paid 96% um, of the price of 4% yes. would be paid to the platform. Yes. And whoever purchases that can relist it. And if they sell it again, you would get the royalty amount. So if someone was to sell it for $100 and you set the royalty amount at 5%, then you'd get paid $5 on the, on the secondary sale. And there's no limit to how many times you can get paid that royalty. So theoretically, if it gets sold over and over and over again, you get paid uh, every time it gets sold. 
Okay, let's stay on this page for a moment because I have a lot of questions. So, and maybe if you just could change the hundred, the USD to a hundred, it'll just make it easier for me to think for a second. Okay, so if you put in royalties, royalties, and let's put in ten percent, please. Uh, so, uh, if if you you are the owner of this image and you sell it for $100, you're going to get $96. Yes. And then let's say I bought it for $100 and I relist it for $1,000 and there's 10%. So if someone buys it for $1,000, then uh, uh, 4% when it sells for $1,000 is going to go to home jab. And 10%, that's, that's where I'm confused. Where's the 10% coming from? Out of the, the sale price? So if I sell it for 1,000, 100 of that is going to the photographer. That's right. So if you buy the NFT and decide to relist it, you would you would pay um, the royalty to the photographer out of the sale proceeds. You out of the so, sale proceeds. So there's okay. a sales price minus the platform fee of four percent minus any royalties, and then you get paid the net amount of that. Okay, and then let's say it's sold a third time. Does does the second person get ten percent? No, 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 no. The royalties only apply to who created and published the content originally as an NFT. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea, a portion of this whole idea is to really help, you know, support photographers and, you know, provide a, a potential for recurring revenue. You know, if they take a really great photograph and they, they can, you know, continue to make uh, or earn money, you know, passively. I mean, that's sort of the idea of NFT. So it's, um, yeah, that, that would go to the original photographer always. The, the, anyone who buys the NFT and then once they sell it, then there's no connection there. So, Please help me understand for a moment about pricing and about the number of copies and about royalties. And in fact, let's take it off screen share just for a moment just to discuss that. The intersection of the price, the number of copies, and the royalty. Is there a strategy as a photographer of how to set each of those? Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of it is theory at this point, to be honest, Dan, because it's such a new concept and we only have a handful of transactions so far. I mean, this is brand new. So, I mean, a lot of it is sort of theoretical sort of, you know, and we've had yes, sort of- Yeah, you, you, you announced the home jab, announced the platform literally about 30 days ago. It was March 29th, 2022. So obviously we're talking about something that's new, 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 but what was your vision of what the strategy might be between the relationship of price, quantity, and royalties? Well, I, I mean, we, we've had a bunch of meetings with, with a lot of photographers and to talk about this. And, you know, the first thing I, I wanted to point out is, you know, it, it is a sort of a decentralized platform where, you know, the, the creators themselves can come up with any strategy they want. So it's, it's really not up to you know, um, to us or me or you or anybody to, to kind of, you know, tell people what to, what to do. They, so you can do whatever you want. I mean, what, when we talked to the photographers, I think the consensus was 
we wanted to kind of price these images at a point where it, it would make sense for people to purchase them and not hire a professional to go out and shoot it for them. So whatever you think is a fair price to hire a professional, you know, to go out and, and shoot what you need, we wanted to price it, you know, significantly lower than that. So to incentivize people to actually purchase it. Um, so so like let me stay on that for a second, because I, I went ahead and I, while on vacation in Jacksonville, Florida at the beach at sunrise, uh, I shot a 31 second video of, of, the, of the sunrise. And I priced that at $249. And my thinking was, okay, well, somebody wanted to hire a photographer to go out at sunrise and, and shoot that, they'd probably pay at least $250. So they don't have to go through the hassle and they, they know exactly what they got. And if they like my sunrise video, then it's exactly what they're looking for. And it's priced at, I'm guessing, what they might pay for it. Uh, to, to hire a photographer, actually to just go out and, and get that shot. On the other hand, I'm looking at like, I bought a video and, but do I think that video is going to sell for $249? I don't think so. But I was kind of thinking, well, it's not really worth my time to price it less than that. And yet I do see a lot of photographers pricing at 10, 15, $50, even the video I bought from South in South America was a dollar. And maybe that photographer set the commission at 10% and they're going to have velocity of that transaction happening and, and keep, keep collecting money. I so, mean, that, that is something that came up quite a bit is, you know, it's like the recurring revenue aspect. A lot of people were very attracted to the idea of that. So, so they wanted to kind of throw a lot, some, some of their work. These are images they already had sort of in their, their portfolio. They didn't go out and shoot it specifically for the purposes of selling it on yes. the marketplace. So they, they already had these, these images it didn't cost them anything to list it. So they, they were kind of talking about like, let's, let's try to get some velocity, some transactions going. And they're also thinking like, it would be nice to have some, some traction, you know, in the beginning here, because uh, this is a brand new uh, site. So yeah. wanted to kind of, um, you know, just experiment with, with a lot of different price points. So yeah, some photographers decided to go the route of, let's just throw it out there for $10, $20, get it on the market and see, just like a lot of um, NFT projects, perhaps there's some momentum and price appreciation, in which case they would get paid that royalty. So yeah, I mean, that that's certainly, I think, a strategy I've seen where, I mean, the way that you priced it, I think makes total sense. Um, if, you know, and, and um, the other way to look at it is, you know, we, we looked at some images on some of the big stock image companies and a lot of them were priced, you know, in that three to $400 range. So I think your, your price point makes a lot of sense, but yeah. I, mean, I, I just tried to do it based on if somebody wanted to go out and hire a photographer yeah. to, to, to shoot that, what they might pay or what the hassle factor was right. of, of them doing it themselves, uh, uh, particularly getting up at, uh, early in the morning that my wife makes me get out to go see the sunrise. I'm always happy and, and when I've, I've done it, but it is getting up way, way early. Uh, yeah. but, but then I'm thinking about, well, what's the, this percentage of a royalty? Is there any reason not to set it to 10% every time? Well, I mean, you know, again, theoretically, it, it, yeah, that would reduce the um, potential value of, of the NFT a little bit, you would think, because uh, someone's buying that and then, you know, that that royalty would have to get deducted from their their net proceeds after they sell it. So maybe they would, you know, value that a little bit less. 
Same thing with uh, number of copy, copies. If there's like more than one copy, you might value the, the, the image a little bit less. So you know, obviously the, the way to maximize value perhaps would be to you know, set it at one copy and, and set your royalty at zero or, or relatively low royalty. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, there's, there's different ways to look at it. Um, if it's a really nice image, um, you know, you set, set a, a modest price and set a 10% royalty. And then I think people, you know, would be happy to, to pay that royalty if they, if they were able to sell it, because perhaps, you know, they may profit maybe, uh, you know, so it, it's all brand new and people are all just experimenting with things. And, you know, it's, it's a very interesting topic to kind of talk about prices and royalties, but, um, you know, I, it, there's, there's not a lot of data out there for this particular type of NFT yeah. to kind of say what works and what doesn't. And it's kind of like, you know, I, we have um, about 150 early adopters, photographers that were just like, hey, this sounds cool. Like, we'll get, we'll, we have some images, we'll throw them up there and see what happens. And that's kind of the mindset. It's like, I want to be part of something new. I want to try something new. I'm into the technology and um, I have some images to test out. And that was sort of the mentality um, of, you know, this, this, this small early adopter group that we, that we put together. And, okay. um, that's kind of where we're at. Well, uh, let me ask you two more in the weeds question and I'll, I'll, I'll elevate the conversation. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the royalty percent royalty is disclosed when you're buying a, 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 an NFT. What was the royalty disclosed? And so if I look at the image, I'm saying, well, I'll pay 249 and I think I can resell it once I get done with it, but I'd have to pay the photographer 10%. I don't think that piece was disclosed publicly uh, until I bought right. it. You're, yeah, you're right. It's not on the NFT page. It probably should be added. Um, you know, I, ah, I, Darn, I, shouldn't have said anything. All right. No, that's I mean, a good point. That's a good point because you know, I, I think the buyer should know exactly you know, what they have to pay if, if they decide to relist it and and that's that seems like a logical thing that, that they should want to know. So, yeah, I think it should we be just added. keep that it's among all... ourselves, and then and then I can just mark everything up ten percent and for my royalty and and. Uh... All right, let me ask you my my second in the weeds question. I, I'm thinking this whole thing about NFTs and images is about it being unique. So I was actually surprised when I saw oh I could specify the number of copies or originals that, that, that I can mint, I guess, if that's the term. So is what's your thought about offering that cityscape or my, my video for just one or 10 or 100 uses? It, do, you, do you think that somebody who's deciding, oh, that video would be perfect or saying, yeah, but it's not going to be exclusive, so I don't want it? Well, it's, it's an interesting question. A lot of the feedback that we got from photographers that, that do stock images and, and, and you know, do this for a living, they wanted to have additions or copies because that was something that you know, they're just very used to having. Um, you know, they, it's part of the lingo of you know, being a, into this particular type of photography when you're selling your work to stock image companies and there's you know, different a number of additions and things like that. So that was based on a lot of the feedback we got from certain photographers, maybe not the majority, maybe the majority are just saying like, well, why shouldn't I just kind of create one copy? The, the bottom line is that, you know, this is really, it, you know, Web3 and, and, and blockchain is about like the creator economy. And it's really about, you know, you, you as the creator, you're, you're really, you have to make these decisions and do what you think is best. And so we didn't want to limit people. There was a certain 
group that wanted, you know, copies and editions. And there was another group that was saying, I just, you know, I want to sell one copy and create a unique image. And, and that all makes sense to me. I, I it, it's really not, um, it's really about, you know, what that creator wants to do. And, um, you know, and then we kind of left it at that, but, but if we left, if we kind of removed the, the idea of copies and, 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 and having multiple editions of the same image, it, it, um, you know, a lot of the people that, that have done this for a living for a long time kind of felt like, you know, perhaps it wasn't the right, right thing to get involved in. But um, I, I mean, it's a, it's a really interesting point. Uh, I think in the NFT space, certainly, you know, the, 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 the unique one, one image, one copy NFT is um, what you hear about a lot. Um, and that's what gets, you know, the big prices. But what we're doing with stock images and real estate images is not not that. So it's like, you know, we're kind of in a different sort of camp. Um, and so it's uh, it's really like whatever we want to make of it. And, and so there's really not a lot to look at and say, you know, this is the correct way. This is the wrong way. Um, right. There's going to be opinions all over the place. And so, you know, we, we figured it would be best to just kind of let people make up the choice, uh, uh, their minds about how they want to do it. OK, so. After I got done uploading my one video for sale and then buying one video for a dollar, again, from a photographer in South America, making my 100% profit, nearly 100% profit. You'll on pay taxes pay. on that. I, think. Oh, I have to pay taxes. Oh, my God. So the, the, what kind of went through my head was, oh, my gosh, I have thousands and thousands of images that would seem appropriate for the home jab real NFT marketplace. Is, is that sort of kind of what you're hoping is that, that hundreds or thousands of photographers like say, oh, I've been shooting the equivalent of, of stock and just selling it one at a time. And maybe I even have looked at stock. I mean, do you want to talk about well the, the money for photographers versus stock and versus this marketplace? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of different deals out there. But what I've heard, you know, is that basically, you know, a lot of photographers are getting paid pennies per month for the images that, you know, they've sold. So, you know, it, there is sort of what I've, feedback I've heard is that, that, that there's a lot of people are not very happy with the types of the type of money that they're making currently with stock images, they're getting a very small uh, piece of the pile. Most oh, that, of the money that, was, that forgive me, but that was the reason I, I didn't, you know, uh, pursue stock. Was it was just like I, I don't want to earn pe pennies for my images. It's not even worth my time of of uh, of tagging all, all the images. I said, well, yeah. you know, okay. And then there's this balance to say, well, how much time am I going to put in it to post images and video for two hundred and forty nine dollars pop? Uh, still takes time. So yeah. I was then wondering, you know, uh, I really took a lot of video at the beach of the sun rising over the course of a number of days. Is there a plan for a bulk uploader? Because there's so much content that literally, I mean, at least to upload it and then tweak the keywords like, oh, you know, sunrise with uh seagull flying through the shot i don't know uh is yeah it, it is possible i mean you still have to make sure that all the the metadata is there and the tags are there and you know the location so but if you were to come you know have a sort of a, a spreadsheet and you had all that information 
uh, filled out, then yeah, we'd be able to kind of work with that and get it up into your profile. And, um, you know, you've already have a profile with us. You have your MetaMask attached to that profile. Yeah. So it is, it is doable. I, um, you know, so yeah, if you wanted to do that, you can do it. But you, it's not automated yet, but it's we have something- an automated, No, there's no bulk upload page specifically for that. Yeah. Purpose. It would be something okay. though that, you know, we, the developers can work with the spreadsheet, assuming that we had all the data on there, then we can, we can, okay. we can create that. Okay. Well, I, I'm just thinking, I, I can't be the only photographer that's, you know, watching today's show thinking, I have thousands of images that fit what you're looking for, which probably also begs the question is, is the invitation is essentially is the curating factor is of, of, of keeping the image quality at a professional level is, is based on who you've invited to be able to, to post to the, to the platform. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we definitely want to keep a, a professional community. Um, I think, you know, that's, if you look at other successful NFT projects, even though they're not real estate related, they're successful because, you know, the, People know who the, the creators are, the artists, and they, they you know, there's sort of a story there. And so I think the story with, with our site would be that, you know, we're professional photographers. This is what we do for a living. And it's a way to protect the work that we've created and monetize that. And you perhaps set up a passive income stream for it using the NFT technology. So that's kind of the idea of it. Now, not, I realize, you know, everyone who's listening to this works for home jab um, very probably a very small percentage but um, you know so the process of getting approved as a creator though would be you know pretty simple you just sort of fill out a quick form about you know who you are your work um, link to your 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 site uh, LinkedIn and all that um, and then we'd be able to get you approved so it's not um, go to homejab.com uh, and, and click contact us contact us. There's also a, jo um, a jobs page on the bottom. Even if you don't want to do get jobs from HomeJab, there is a quick form to get all of your info into the system and then we can approve you. So it's, it's, it's not super exclusive in the sense that we only want HomeJab photographers sort of on there. It's, um, it's, it's really exclusive to professional photographers. And if you want to be involved in the NFT marketplace, um, you know, there's no cost to, to list stuff. The, the, gas fees, the transaction fees are paid by the buyer. So we use a method called lazy minting, which is, um, you know, basically you get, you can list without actually minting on the blockchain and paying any gas fees. You do need um, your MetaMask wallet, but you don't need any crypto in that wallet. So okay, ding, 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 ding. Uh, I've just heard a thousand terms in less oh. than 30 seconds. So I'm going to see if I can go slowly on this. First, in the top right corner, uh, there was uh, uh, the word was wallet, and you need to connect a crypto wallet uh, in order to sell or buy. So, what is a crypto wallet, and what is a MetaMask? So, MetaMask is probably the most popular of crypto wallets that are used to integrate in with these types of sites. So, um, you know, you, you have to download MetaMask. It's a, an extension that goes on your browser. So you go on Chrome or Firefox, just go to metamask.io, I think it is, download that extension, and then go through the process of setting up that wallet. And then once you have the wallet installed on your browser, you can then go to the website and connect that wallet. 
before I connect the wallet though to the nft.homejab.com site, I have to have I have to have crypto in the wallet. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure. Um, well, you don't need to have crypto if you're going to buy something. You do. Um, you do. But I think uh, even to even to list, I'm almost positive it wouldn't let me connect my MetaMask wallet until I had crypto in it. You can connect your wallet and you can list. Uh, you might have listed yours before we made this change, but the lazy minting, um, which is the new feature, allows you to list without paying any transaction fees. So you don't need to have crypto in your wallet as a photographer to, okay, um, awesome. to create the NFTs now. Um, awesome. So you can yeah. you can start out with zero crypto in your MetaMask wallet to be able to begin the process as a photographer to mint, list your digital assets, photo, video, 360s, 360 virtual tour. Uh, I, I, uh, I think I then I needed two kinds of cryptocurrency. Uh, so I saw that a price of something was listed for, let's say, $10. And I think of that as 10 US dollars, USD, but it actually said BUSD. So what's the difference between a USD and a BUSD? So the a BUSD is the Binance uh, US stable coin. And so it's there's a one-to-one -one, um, exchange with BUSD and, and US dollars. So $1 BUSD equals $1. And so um, we, we, we're using BUSD, the stable coin, as the actual coin to price the NFTs and make uh, purchases of those NFTs. So we didn't want to have to deal with sort of the fluctuations of you know, the, the, um, the cryptocurrencies. They go, so they essentially go. when I look at a price and it says 10 BUSD, I don't have, as someone in the United States, I go, oh, it's, it's $10, $10, $10, 10, yep. 10 BUSD, because right. the Binance dollar is pegged to the US dollar. And so it's always the same. Exactly. And it'll be $10 today. It'll be $10 tomorrow and the next day. So it makes it a little bit easier for people to kind of wrap their head around pricing and they don't have to do any conversions. However, okay. then, then Joe, I, excuse me, I, I saw yet something else that was BND and gas uh, that I, I have gas. So what, what does all that mean? So if you're a buyer, um, you're going to have to have two coins in your wallet. BUSD, which we just reviewed, that's the, the, the coin that's going to be paid to the seller. Um, that's the price of the NFT. BNB, uh, Binance is um, coin, it, that's their native coin on the blockchain, the Binance smart chain. BNB is what you're going to use as to pay for the transaction fees on the blockchain, uh, often called gas fees. Those are the fees that go to the network validators that are going to process the transaction and validate that transaction on the blockchain. So um, that, and you saw that in the example that I did, uh, it was 13 cents and that's what, so the buyer would pay 13 uh, cents in um, BNB. <clears throat> and then also they would have BUSD in their wallet and that's what would get transferred to the uh, photographer. Okay, so I have my MetaMask wallet and I know that I need BUSD and BNB. Where do I get those two cryptocurrencies? 
Well, I mean, since it, they're both Binance, a great place to go would be the Binance Exchange. Um, that that's that's probably the best way to do it. Binance is, I think, maybe second or third largest exchange, or or maybe the largest in the in the world. It's a little, um, you know, there's there's maybe um, a couple that are larger here in the United States, but Binance is one of the largest exchanges. And so, if you're in the United States, you go to Binance.us, and you'd have to go through the the process of setting up um, your account with that exchange. Um, verifying your identity, things like that. You can uh, purchase pretty much right away, but then you, uh, if you're a first-time user, then you have to wait a few days uh, before you can withdraw money from Binance into your MetaMask wallet. And so you have to make that withdraw uh, from the exchange where you purchase it and then put it into your MetaMask wallet. Once you've done that, then you can- Oh, you went a little bit fast for me. So I, I, I know that I go to- Binance.us mm. and I purchase the BUSD for the dollars that I want to buy stuff, knowing I need a little bit of gas, which is that BNB. But how I do I buy it with yet other cryptocurrency? Do I buy it with US dollars? Do I how do I actually do the transaction? Do I have to transfer money from a checking account? Do I do a wire transfer? Do I what what's the mechanic of actually buying a cryptocurrency? Uh, yeah, well, well, once you're you have your account with Binance, there's a number of ways to, to fund it. Uh, I believe I did um, I funded it with just a direct ACH sort of you know bank account um, direct deposit. I think you might be able to do a wire transfer as well. So you would connect your bank account, your US bank account uh, to deposit USD into your account in, on Binance. And then once you have um, that, you can you know exchange it for any coin that you want, including BUSD and BNB. And so I think the uh, another option might be, I could use a, a debit card. So maybe, is that like an ATM card? An ATM card? So. Mm -hmm. To think of it as a cash advance out of my checking account, is that the right way to, to think about that? Yeah, sure, certainly you can use a, a debit card, uh, you know, to fund, you know, your-, your Or an ACH transfer. Yeah. Yes. And there may be other options as well, like wire transfers. Okay, so I go figure all that out and it, it may be, or if I have crypto. So if I'm already in some other currency, I, I presumably I could go to Binance.us and ex do some type of exchange of uh, one currency into another currency in, in order to buy the, the BUSD BNB. Yeah, BNB. absolutely. A BNB is one of the most popular coins out there. Um, but if you have, you know, Ethereum or Bitcoin, then there, there'd be, there's a number of different exchanges in which you can, you know, exchange that particular coin and, and buy BNB and then, um, you know, exchange for BUSD. Okay, I, I think my, just really my last question, and then I'll, I'll throw it back to you in case I, I left anything out, but I actually, using crypto can buy something real. Ah, real, can you talk about that in terms of like people are trading currencies, but there's nothing you actually get other than maybe speculation and, and in the, home jab real nft marketplace you actually use crypto to buy something real yeah and and that's kind of why we need it real you know th there's um sort of this negative backlash a lot of negativity sort of building around some of the nft projects out there a lot of them are just sort of pump and dump type of like scams really i mean there's no other way to put it um a lot of the stuff you see out there 
you know, are just sort of a lot of hype, uh, get the price up and then the people who create it sort of dump it. And, and then you're left with, you know, they, a lot of them go to zero in terms of the value of these NFTs. There are, you know, certainly several very successful projects, you know, the board eight yacht, uh, project and, you know, um, crypto uh, kitties and, and whatnot. There, there's a number of different really successful projects out there, but um, you know, we wanted to kind of do something different as opposed to this isn't about like hype and, you know, making huge amounts of money as an investment. I mean, this, this is really about, you know, an alternative to the stock image industry. So if you, you know, if you have an actual use for these images, you know, these are real images. It's not, it's not a get rich quick scheme. I mean, this is not a way to, you know, buy something for a hundred dollars and then a month later, you know, sell it for a hundred thousand dollars. You know, that this is not that kind of NFT project. This is a, a, a has, has real utility. It's sort of a real world, one, you know, one foot in the real world and one in the crypto world. It's really like a um, exploratory type of project where we're trying to connect with people that are into crypto and looking for sort of a real world use case in order to, um, you know, spend their crypto and get something that they can actually find useful and actually, you know, use. So if you are someone who goes out and buys stock images, if you're a digital marketer, journalist, or real estate agent, you're building your website and you're into crypto and you have a portfolio in crypto or you have an interest in getting into it, here is like sort of a real world use case um, for it. Um, You know, you can certainly want to go out and buy NFTs of various cartoon characters and things like that that you see out there. You can do that too, um, but yeah, this is a different kind of thing. And, and yeah, these I'm are, just thinking know. as a as a real estate photographer who has created literally thousands of photos and video over time that are not being monetized. It's like, oh, well, this is interesting. This is a marketplace be- between people that 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 need that content and people yeah. who already have a, an existing library of content that yeah. is an opportunity to monetize a library of probably most of us thousands of uh, of, of images that we've shot over time uh, and for those that are looking for that content to find our content and for us actually as photographers to get paid uh, the, the amount of money that that we price it out at versus earning pennies on the dollar from a stock house. Yes, it puts the control and puts the power back into the hands of the individual creators and the photographers, as opposed to the the various large, you know, the handful of corporations that basically dominate the stock photo industry right now. And so, yeah, uh, the only other thing I'd add to that, I, I think you're you're right on target there, is that you know just keep in mind that this is very early days and it's very new and it's not like um you know you list stuff and then tomorrow it's it's sold out and you know you made a bunch of money i think it's the people that, how, that how do you deal with that joe because that's a that i mean that's the classic chicken and egg is like the marketplace is a month old as a photographer who has thousands of images i don't necessarily want to rush to to spend a lifetime publishing content right. if there's no people who are buying the content and at yeah. the same time i imagine people who might have an interest in buying content may be a little bit uh, red resident uh, reluctant to yeah. uh, go to the marketplace if there's not a, a ton of content a uh, classic chicken and egg problem is this well it just takes time and it is what it is and at some point uh magic happens <laughs> yeah uh, i think i think the magic will happen over time um 
most of the photographers that that I, I mentioned, we have you know a small group of about 100, 150 that you know are early adopters here. They they might have you know average maybe someone listed 10, 20. Um, they haven't spent you know a huge amount of time listing thousands of images because we're just not at the at that point where you know they can depend on a um, you know the income from it. Um, I'd say, but you know, more importantly than just money right now, I think is is really. I mean, I'll just tell you the reason I got involved in it was, you know, we're not expecting to make huge amounts of money this year um, with this marketplace. It was really about the blockchain sort of technology. I was really interested in that aspect of it. You know, just kind of, you know, minting these sort of digital assets onto the blockchain, having a record of ownership, and 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 transacting uh, that way was just really interesting to me and. Um, it's just a new technology, um, and I, I just like that idea of, of having it stored on this sort of decentralized network, and, and I really wanted to kind of get involved in that and learn it. Um, so, um, so in addition to the, the opportunity- and, and, I, and I would add to that, Joe, is, 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 is just as a photographer that has assets, um, but never had any exposure to cryptocurrency other, other than what I read or see on television. So, oh, okay, maybe this is the opportunity for me to learn something about crypto. Yeah. And, and as a result, now understand what a MetaMask wallet is and that there are other options and now understand what uh, BUSD is and BND and what gas is and, and then oh, about where I go <coughs> buy currency like uh, Binance.us. And so I actually feel like I uh, have some, some slow on-ramp to Web 3.0 cryptocurrency uh, NFTs, et cetera, as a result of uh, experimenting with home jabs, NFT marketplace, real, R-E-A-L. And well, that was kind of nice. That was a learning experience. And just for a person who's curious, and interested, it was actually something real that you could do with crypto. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's the right mindset. I mean, there is. I think everyone sort of understands that. Yeah, there there is the potential here in the long run to to really make money compared to you know what we're what the industry is doing with stock images right now, where there's very little money. But um, more important than that, and more just sort of short term aspect, is this idea of yeah, I'm interested in crypto. I'm interested in the blockchain. Um, I want to, I want to learn it. And this is a sort of an opportunity to, to get involved in it. Um, and then the also idea is like, you know, if we're, if we're building a community and we are slowly building that, that inventory over time, it becomes that much more attractive to potential buyers. So, so we're sort of all just sort of helping each other kind of build that community, build the inventory. And then it gets to a point where it's like, wow, we got a lot of images here. And now we're starting to get more and more traffic at the same time. You know, there's more people in the real estate industry um, and other industries that are getting more familiar with crypto. So, uh, you know, we're sort of in the first inning here, I think that most people would agree on that. And so as things progress, um, people more comfortable, you know, using crypto wallets and things like that, you know, um, then you'd have to think that this this type of app is going to be more and more popular. Um, so. I'd be re, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about 360 and 3D tours, Matterport tours, how that fits in uh, with the the real NFT, the home jab real NFT marketplace. Uh, I can I I could see uploading a photo, and I could see uploading a photo uh, a video. Uh, what about a 360 virtual tour? 
Right. So, so obviously a little bit different there and a little bit trickier just because, you know, it's, it has to run on the browser. There's a software aspect to it. So what you're doing, uh, what you're actually transferring is um, a link to the tour. So there's various, you know, virtual tour providers. You can provide tour, whether it's iSpy 360 or Matterport or whatever. Um, but you're also, as a creator, uploading the individual JPEG uh, 360 files. And so in addition to getting the link of the hosted tour, the buyer also receives the source files, the 360 files. And we thought that was the best way to kind of, you know, handle that transaction because, um, you know, these tours obviously have to get hosted somewhere. And, um, and so you're not, you're not transferring just a, a hosted tour on some third party uh, platform. You, you actually um, sell the, the individual JPEG files as well as that. So you're, you're getting both. The JPEG files, meaning the, the 360 degree photo spheres, some refer to them as equirectangular yeah, JPEG exactly. images. The idea being that, you know, it's, it's nice to have a hosted tour that, you, you know, you can use, but we're not going to rely on some third party company. Um, you know, if they go out of business or what have you, or you want to use another virtual tour company, at least you have the actual source files that you can then use. So um, that, that was sort of the thinking there. So part of the contract might be that the photographer says, this, is, this tour will be hosted on, you mentioned iSpy360, it'll be hosted on iSpy360 through December 31st, 2025. Um, but after that, you have the original 360s if you want to use them to build, build and create your own tour on a different platform. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, so we wanted the NFT to be linked to the actual files that, you know, can be used um, indefinitely in, into the future. So, um, yeah, that, that's exactly right. I, I will add, though, that, you know, right now we've only done photos and video 360 as, as new as this marketplace is, the 360 is even even newer. We haven't even we, we've done some testing, but we, we haven't actually listed any virtual tours. That's actually something that you know, I'm going to be working on over the next week or two to kind of have a few tours up on the on the site um, and potentially even uh, houses that are listed for sale um, so that, you know, we can we can actually market these NFTs of homes um, actually listed for sale and that buying the NFT could even be used as a down payment on the house. So we're working with some real estate agents on sort of how that procedure will go. It's like, you know, listed on the MLS, listed on Zillow, and then also listed as an NFT, in which case you can engage with the crypto community. Someone with crypto can come in and buy that NFT um, and use that maybe as the, um, the down payment uh, or, or perhaps all of the money to then go and purchase that house in the real world. So, you know, buying the NFT wouldn't necessarily mean you, you don't own the house, but you would basically, uh, it'd be very um, aggressive offer. You know, if you went in and bought that NFT for, you know, let's say $400,000, and then then you that money gets transferred into escrow, and then you can actually uh, close on that house uh, in, in the real world, but using a title company, record the deed, deed you know, as you usually would. So. So that's something we're kind of okay. Let's for. call that a different show. Come back <laughs> well, and TV live at five, and the first time you sell a house uh, 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 through the Home Jab Real NFT marketplace, let's talk about that transaction. Maybe that will inspire one of our viewers to figure out how to to, to go there. Uh, Joe, the title of our show, How Real Estate Photographers Make Money with NFTs Powered by Home Jab, is there anything that we haven't covered 
that I haven't asked you about how photographers can make money with NFTs through the real NFT platform marketplace? Well, um, I don't think so. I mean, I think we've covered quite a bit. I, I just, I just kind of reiterate the fact that you know, I, I realize a lot of the photographers are not currently working with us, and this is not, uh, you know, a pitch on, um, you know, come work with Home Jab on real estate shoots. Although we'd be happy to, you know, work with you. Um, it's, it's more about, you know, if, if you do want to just do the NFT stuff, you're, you can, you can certainly do that. So please, you know, if you're interested in the technology, if you're interested in, you know, just kind of a ways to monetize your, 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 your assets, um, you know, reach out to us and, you know, the, the process of getting approval will be fast and simple. As long as we verify that you're a professional and, and you, know, you do this for a living, um, then, then you you can create listings on the site and, um, it doesn't cost anything. Awesome. Uh, uh, good opportunity to mention the, the websites again, uh, homejab.com, H-O-M-E-J-A-B.com, homejab.com, and go directly to the Homejab Real NFT Marketplace at nft.homejab.com. Joe, thanks again for, for, for being on WGAN-TV Live at 5. Thanks very much, Dan. We've been visiting with Joe Jeshuel. Joe is the founder and owner of HomeJab. Uh, Joe is in the greater Philadelphia area. I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at five.